The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. What you're about to hear is a very special episode of The Real Pod featuring just the normal host, but also, at the end of the podcast, the lovely Vanessa, who is the new apprentice Aotearoa for 2021. Join us as we go on a journey on the night that was the finale viewing party organised by the cast. We were there, so was Vanessa, and now we're all here this morning. Welcome to a very special edition of The Real Pod. My name's Janie. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve as always. And We're a lifestyle? We are, like, not a good lifestyle. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we are the way we were living last night was not right. Rubbing. It was peak Real Pod lifestyle. <laughs> it was. It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's give some context. No, I don't want to. <laughs> last night, as a team, for the first time in an extremely long time, we, yes. all, we all got into my mum wagon and we headed to Albany Game Over, which was is a go-kart venue, basically, mm-hmm. um, for the cast-organised finale viewing party for The Apprentice Aotearoa. Mike reached out, Mike with the beard, the auctioneer, reached out and was like, hey, we're having a party tonight, come along. We were like, oh, okay. And, and we found ourselves in this extremely strange situation, and it was amazing. We just found ourselves. We did find ourselves, <laughs> it's true. We're new people today. Um, we, I, I covered it, I, I basically didn't see a single second of the show because I was so busy running around being Stephen with, with my camera, just getting all the angles and all the shots for Instagram. So go to the Spinoff Podcast Network Instagram page if you want to catch all the action from last night, or well, some of it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not all of it. Uh, and uh, I'll save it to a highlight too, so it's there oh. for eternity. It's an important film. <laughs> it's a moment. I've submitted it to Khan. Yeah. <laughs> but just in this giant, freezing cold go-kart slash arcade, which we found out because we were kind of late-ish. Yep. The arcade was free. The whole oh. thing was organised, project managed by Ness, the winner, and yeah. kind of Kennedy as, what do they call him? Sub, Sub-PM. <laughs> so there was balloons. There was a lot of crackling, like more pork crackling than I was anticipating. Oh, yeah. I have to, uh, we have to do a shout-out because yeah. Duncan basically uh, wanted to hit the booze, but there was no bar available. But they were, like, doing samples and then selling some booze. Is that right? No, no, they weren't selling it. Oh. I was like, I need to... I would love to buy a bottle of your business. And I was like, no, no, we, we can't do that. But then she was like, well, I, I actually technically do have my manager's license. But they wouldn't accept a dollar from us. So I think it's called Rhino. They're Rhino Wines. They're um, from South Africa. They're vegan. They're organic. They're a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So they've, they're this business and they've got these, these Rhino Wines and they also do this like very bougie. So I'm just stealing all of Mrs. Catraises because I'm just basically trying to become a Seems appropriate. Uh, pork crackling, which also endorsed, if you don't believe us, which, you know, you, you, you probably do. You shouldn't. Uh, Sam Wallace from Coast, he loves it. He just endorsed it off his own bat. 
Uh, I don't know what that's called, but I'm sure it has a name. Now, what you just heard there was Duncan doing a plug so that we could get some wine last night. Yeah, mm. got two bots on got, the handshake. We got two bots on the handshake. It all went completely pear-shaped when we opened the first bottle, had a tipple, and then... Uh, Tony! Tony, God, Tony was on it. He was having a good old night. Tony knows about us, which is frightening. He knows that we call him Trevor. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, think, and also trends at times. And also trends at times, and kind of, I guess, is some, some kind of revenge... Did an absolute grift on Duncan and was like, "Hey man, can I just like, can I just have this bottle of wine? I'll bring it back in the next ad break, and I'll bring you a bottle opener for your other one too." Never saw him again. Never saw him again until and after I the went, episode. I went to hunt him during the the second ad break following that, and he just he looked at me and was like, and he held up the empty bottle. And was like, "Oh, as soon as I brought it down, everyone wanted some," and I, and he gave me this like I, it reminded me. I went back to being eleven years old. <laughs> Going down to the, you know, what are now the event cinemas new market, this dude um, came up to me and he was like, hey man, can I borrow $5? And I was like, I feel like you're my bully and you're not going to give it back, but I also just really want to be liked by you. And I gave him the $5 and, and he said, no, I'm definitely going to give it back. And then next day at school he was like, I'm not giving you that $5 back, you <laughs> idiot. Don't you understand how this works? And that was the look. I hadn't seen that look in like 30 years. And then um, Tony gave it to me like, Come on, man, you know how this works. The I'm best bit star. is I, I followed with a camera on this. So, again, that's that's in the highlights oh, from last I'm night sweating. on Instagram. There was actually, if you watch it back, it almost looks like Tony completely doesn't know who you are. <laughs> it's like he's never seen you before. And he's like, who are you? What do you want? This crazed fan. <laughs> but, it, but it ended with a lovely head Head scratch. I don't know if you clocked that he? as it happened. Yeah, he gave you a lovely head scratch, and he also oh. gave you a kiss at the end of the night. Did he? Yeah, I got that on camera too. Well, <laughs> Meanwhile, nice. I got. I said as a joke, "Great to see you, Trevor." <laughs> and he said, "Get in the bin, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> in a jokey, kind of jovial, kind of matesy way. Yeah, but also yeah. a little edge. <laughs> little edge. I mean, I do um, feel like he probably is not remembering any of it this morning. No, he definitely it was a night to celebrate. He told everyone, yeah, he said get in the bin a couple of times. He also sort of teased that he might be on another reality television production in a different country, potentially one that we've got a kind of quite a, a rickety old bubble with. So yes. Tony, mm. you haven't seen the last of Tony or Trevor or Trent. Well, what we can tell you is it's not The Bachelor, it's not Married at First Sight, and it's not Deal or No Deal. And it's probably not Celebrity Big Brother or no. um, Celebrity Getting mm. Out of Or here. Who Dares Wins, which, <laughs> he did, he which, which is a hot reference of. that Duncan dropped. <laughs> Why did I do that? I had a real shame, like a profound shame attack after saying that. Have you guys watched any of the, the Insta coverage from the contestants of last night? Nope. No. Okay. So when we got there, as Alex mentioned, slightly late, we didn't realise that all the food and good stuff was up on the mezzanine. And by the time we got up there, it had been... Ravaged. Absolutely ravaged. I mean, there were, there were scraps and crumbs and half-eaten things. And <laughs> I covered that on the Instagram, and it made it Fuck. look like maybe not so cool. But when you look at the contestants' coverage from when they first arrived, it was actually like there was some amazing food and treats, and we... <laughs> Duffed it so bad. <laughs> We're real potted it. We're totally real. We're a verb. The bleakness of us like rifling through the platters, like picking up a sticky lollipop that's like stuck on the tablecloth was a horror. We Still did good. get some nice branded OMG Ness cookies though, yeah. which I believe Duncan has I kept one kept one for, for the, the real museum. museum. Also, you got to try Stephen's now rebranded Rude Health Coffee. The Rude Coffee. So he was running like a customer survey upstairs as well, where he had two um, the A and the B. I don't know what the difference was. 
didn't read the materials and there was no water left. So Duncan and I just kind of gummed it, no. <laughs> rubbed the coffee on our gums gummed and then just kind it. of walked around with brown teeth probably. To be clear, that was your bad idea. I stand by it. <laughs> we are so bad at our jobs. You know, we just we are extremely bad and we we are cornies and we're sorry. Uh, and some, but correct. I, I can't stress enough how wild it is that Ness and Stephen did not know who mm. won. Oh my god! And like, I don't think I'll be able to think about Stephen in that moment without willing up. Like, I maybe he didn't want it, but he seemed to want it. Like, I gave him like quite an intense pep talk afterwards because the guy was ashen. He was done. Yeah. He wasn't even in that position where he was like, okay, if I lose, I'm going to put on a break. Maybe he planned to, but then when it actually hit, he, I mean, we've got the moment again on the Insta stories. We got the moment where it was announced uh, and the room erupted and everyone piled on Ness and Stephen's just sitting there next to her and there's just like maybe two or three seconds where he completely, just completely disappears into himself. No one is around him, or it, 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 it's just—it's actually really hard to watch. Mm. It was, mm. it was, it was definitely a bittersweet night. Yeah. yeah, no. He did speak very well afterwards, though, and did emphasise pre-ordering, pre-order rude coffee if you want to support Stephen. He basically said pre-order rude coffee, or I'm going out of business. I'm going to pre-order like a lot of rude coffee. I believe in it as a product. I think it's a product for me. I can feel right now, I'm four coffees deep. I'm peaking. I know what's coming. It's not going to be good. <laughs> I need some Athenium and some MCL oil just to chill me out a bit. I have a question. Re, rude coffee. Does the nootropic element prevent coffee poos? Does anyone know? Does it help with that? It's a question this question's for the scientists. <laughs> I just feel like that would be a really good selling point. Well, I don't think that's possible. I mean, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but I'm going to say right now, impossible. We should probably talk Impossible. about... Impossible. <laughs> Sorry. No. I want to cry. <laughs> I regret everything that I've said my whole life. <laughs> Why stop now? At least no one's recording it. <laughs> so, Talk about the show because okay. I didn't really see it. So I, I, you know. no, None of us did, but I got up and watched it again this morning. It's it's a cracking final episode. Like it really, they, they, they stuck the landing on this, what I think we were discussing last night. We'd need to do some proper research and science, but I think it might be. It's definitely a contender for best season of reality TV in New Zealand history. Uh and what they did was they managed that like pivot from it's really funny at the start and they introduced a few kind of more emotive elements and they still had that thread of humor in the final episode. But by the end, they were pulling in these huge swelling strings and I was like feeling it. Like Stephen wept, like they were crying almost constantly in that final episode. And you're like, yeah, fair play. This is a very emotional scenes. When you messaged us this morning, like, I just watched it and I wept when Stephen cried. I, I went in and just watched that bit where he talked about coming from South Invercargill and I teared up also, even without all the build-up, just that in, in isolation, that 10 seconds. And well, the suit, the friend's suit. I know, the friend's suit. And they're like, uh, you know, the, the youngest mother, mother, you know, single mum. Youngest of four. Youngest of four. Never had a mentor. I felt like you could, he was just, he was truly burying his soul. And you're like, there's actually like thousands of New Zealanders out there like that who are on social media trying to be something and for him to sort of reveal like what 
you know, his his inner anxieties and pains. It was like it was pain, and it was so beautiful. And that's why I think that moment because they they both deserve to win. You know, they kind of all did. I mean, it's, it's a very corny thing to say, but they like that, that. I think that he felt in that moment when with Ness out there shining, like 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 that was it for him. And I just uh, that's the thing I was trying to say to him because I was like, it just isn't like he's he his business is. It's a good business. He's a great pitch man. I just loved the little dude, and it was very sad. Um, look, and as we mentioned last night to, I don't know who it was, one of, Steve, <laughs> no. one of, one of Stephen's mates. Oh, yeah. We got into a conversation with one of Stephen's mates, and we were talking about the fact that, I mean, we obviously wish Ness every success. We'll be talking to her on the podcast real, real soon. We wish her every success. We know she's going to fly. But also, look at, like, do you remember... The, the dance crew that won Britain's Got Talent? Or do you remember Susan Boyle, who came second? <laughs> That's a great point. You know? That's right. There yeah. I do some... remember this Stephen, conversation. you are Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely a bunch of second-place getters who... Uh, who uh, Benny, Benny Tippany, I don't even think, got second. He got a co-cat. He got, he got third, you know, yeah. And the old skinny love, I can't even remember her name. Jackie Thomas. That one. Mm. Oh, Tom Batchelor. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> it was crazy to be in the room with the people on the show and they see this play out and then it kind of, the episode ends pretty abruptly after that. There's sort of some stock image of the Sky Tower, the credits roll, and then it's straight <laughs> into Coro. <laughs> and so the room just like plunges straight into the Coro theme song. And then someone's they turned it off and then it's silent, And right? then it was silent. And someone's life's just changed dramatically for the better. Someone's left there, you know, with their dreams shattered. In a go-kart. <laughs> like a Fridge. Go-kart fridge in Albany with a Sasquatch. It was the most surreal, crazy thing. It's and just that it's pod. like, it's over now. It's over. And I'm so upset. I'm so upset. And I just think it'll live on. This is, okay, the best Best read on it is that unlike every other show where it's like, well, maybe there'll be an Instagram couple for 10 minutes, this one is like they're all going to be out in the world doing the thing that they were trying to do on screen. Their businesses are real. Like I was trying to order the products. Like we've got to order the products. Like we've got to be there for sales. <laughs> I was, I'd had a couple of wines. But, you know, like it's it's just like this This is the metaverse. Like they were on, on TV. Then they were in the studio. Now they have to go and build these things. And I think follow it. Like for me, that's really exciting, this idea that they'll we can kind of check in on their journey. So The Apprentice is the apprentice Aotearoa is over. But now the real game begins. Thanks for keeping the dream alive, Duncan. I'm this just, is, this why is positive you're, self-talk. This is why you're a successful businessman. Um, I think we could contra with Ness. Okay, we definitely want some corn-themed decorations. Okay, she says it, it can be done, right? A very corny Christmas balloon. Very corny Christmas. Her website needs a little subby that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can do that. We could do some subby She gives us some balloons. It's a happy marriage. It is a very happy marriage. Also, just another thing from the show, um, the, 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 which I totally blanked on at the time because all of, basically any of the exterior shots were just not, the sound wasn't good enough in that giant go-kart arena for you to hear what was going on so you could only hear that in the studio. But when they talked to, there were two things that were just so funny when they were doing out there like um, research in Vic, in Vic Park. The the fun the for 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 rude coffee, which is at the time called no. new, new coffee, realizing that everyone was reading it as no coffee, was just so funny, just so <laughs> unbelievably funny. Like I, I, it kind of broke me. And then they they stopped these two women with um, strollers, and they're like, hey, well, what do you think of this this product? And she, she this woman just looks and goes, 
that looks kind of like an adult website. And as soon as you say it, you can't unsee it. Everything about it just screams peaches and cream out the back of it. God, it was a good episode. Out the back of it, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Rude pod. Rude pod. This is truly the rude pod. It really is. Um, (gasps) Sponsor? Sponsorship? Contra? I mean, Please show us rude. I think he, I think he might need sponsorship. Just yeah, for the maybe we could. Should we sponsor? Is that a thing that I don't know? I we don't. don't know how, we don't have how that works. We haven't got any money ourselves. What are you talking about? Twenty five dollars for ten sachets. That could keep us going for a while. Mm. Like three pods. We've got to spend money on nootropic coffee to make money. I think that's how business works. Okay, and we obviously have the tagline already. Rude. I'll show you rude. That yeah. might have been copyrighted. Well, if not, we'll just quickly whack one down, copyright, real quick. <laughs> whack one down, <laughs> down. Rude. 2021. Uh, okay, we're going to talk to Ness. Ness is, is here. We've had word from the outside that she's here. She's waiting to come in and talk to us. So uh, the winner of The Apprentice Aotearoa for 2021 is about to grace us with her presence. Let's not fuck it up, guys, okay? We on. Kia ora. If it's your dream to come and work at the spin-off or our sister company, Daylight Creative, then listen up. The spin-off is on the hunt for our next editor of The Bulletin, our flagship morning newsletter. We want someone who's a proud news freak, someone who knows how to sift through the headlines and pluck out the most essential stories of the day and then explain them to a time poor audience. If this sounds like you, get your application in before July the 25th. If you're passionate about creating meaningful, impactful work that makes a difference, then you'll want to be part of the Daylight Creative crew. We're after two new members to join our client service team. We're looking for a full-time account manager and a contract account director to look after our amazing client base. Applications for these two roles close on August the 2nd. Go to thespinoff.co.nz forward slash spinoffjobs for more information or to apply. Kia ora, Ness. Kia ora. Congratulations. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Hey. Speaking to the uh, apprentice Aotearoa. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We'll talk about your journey in just a sec, but first of all, can we just talk about last night? I know. It was so good to see you guys. I, cannot, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, where are they? The spin-off team. <laughs> oh, thank you it for having so us. Late. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing that moment. Like, I'm still vibing of, yeah, last night and... The energy and the, the team, my family, friends, and yeah. It just was such an show. intense moment, right? Like, yeah. especially because, like, to be sitting alongside Steve, you didn't know, right? Yeah. That just having your lives kind of sliding towards change in that moment. And you guys literally, ca- I've, I've seen your um, video on Instagram. You guys captured it. You captured that moment. And yeah. I was like, whoa, we got it on camera. Like, well, it was real. Like, that was intense. Like, it was beautiful. That's the thing, right? Like, I I feel like not enough people realise that you found out at the same time as the rest of the nation. Yep. Mm. And people will be like, how has that happened when obviously there was a, you know, shot you winning? They recorded two endings, which is quite a common thing to do in reality TV competitions. Yeah, I I totally get it now. Like, it was, yeah, to save the show, to be honest. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't know, because honestly, if that was on me and I accidentally told someone, oh, it's over. It's the tape. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you can keep it in either. Yeah, but no, it was done so authentically. Like, that was my real reaction. Mm. Like, I actually didn't, I was like... What? What? Does that mean I'm the, like that was real? Like, and I I get how they did that now. Um, and I love that we redid that again last night. Like, I got yeah. to do that twice, and it was, 
yeah, it's, it's still really, really buzzy. But yeah, crazy. love you, Stephen. We on. Oh. <laughs> How, how's the Stephen though? Right? I, I felt him. Like I was, I just kept looking at him. Like we're good. We've he started was crushed up and, afterwards. I know. I, know. Like I think it was a lot. I think just like especially being, um, you know, at an event and everyone's there and you're with cast and you know we were like this is a moment for us and. We find out there and then, but yeah, we're on. I think we just needed to process it. I still haven't even processed. I've got my phones going off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you slept? Uh, I've had about three or four hours, but this is so like the normal for me, Mum. Like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> handle how good you look for three or four oh, hours. I'm, I'm a lip seller, right? Like, your looks are. Can we talk about the eyelashes for a moment? The people uh, at home know. cannot see, but uh, yeah. my goodness, I know they're bougie. Um, Ashellen, <laughs> Yeah, she. I've been doing lashes for like I, lashes just make you feel good and when mm-hmm. I feel good then look good feel good she does all the things I get it done and yeah we win the apprentice we all <laughs> <laughs> yeah no lashes are part of my life I can't like yeah I'm for real don't mess with my time money or lashes I think that's what they have on my little <laughs> apprentice thing but it's true in life anyone gets in my lash appointment like I can't get through tomorrow <laughs> so, so dramatic last night when Mike was addressing the crowd he mentioned that it doesn't necessarily come across on screen uh, due to all the editing, of course, but that this was, for you guys, just such an intense and really kind of personal journey mm-hmm. for each and every contestant and obviously for you and Stephen more than anyone. What is it that you want to let people know about your time on The Apprentice that you think they won't know? Um, basically, when you're... So for me, like... We're really out of our comfort zone. Like, are we? We walked in there kind of, well, I'd never watched the show but like before. I'd never, I'd never watched the apprentice. I should have done my homework, but I didn't have the time. I was literally trying to hand over my business. Uh, but I, I'm glad I didn't because that was all me out of my comfort zone. And, um, you know, you're you're separated from your families and friends and everything that empowers you and hypes you up. So at the end of the day, you only got yourself. Um, you're away from your phone, which was for me, um, hard. I was fully addicted to my phone and didn't realise how addicted I am. And so I'm, no access to social media, nothing? Nothing. I had to hand over everything, like, my whole life. Like, wow. I, I even had to be like, hi, bank. Um, yeah, you need to hand over everything to my dad because I'm about to go on a reality show. Wow. <laughs> like, kind of thing. But it was, um, like, yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to tell anyone, like, where I was. Like, so I just told everyone I was, like, at a rehab. <laughs> <laughs> What is she doing? I'm, like, I'm not lying. It's social media rehab. I like, yeah, so I disappeared. And then I got to come back and I was like, jokes, I was on The Apprentice. So it's amazing. amazing. Do you know what some of the other contestants told their families and friends? Oh, so, well, um, someone on holiday. Um, I don't. Know, I think they were able to disappear. Um, I think Kennedy City was in Queenstown, but they, I don't know how long they lasted him. Because <laughs> we're very, we, we, you know, we're all on social media yeah. and suddenly like disappear and... Yeah, but I don't think people picked up too much because, um, yeah, it was kind of like that boom, that rela- release day, and like you see who was on the apprentice, and then they're like, oh, okay. But you get the ones who try to t- like figure out how long you're gone for. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm just like, stop being nosy, just watch the show. Okay? <laughs> so when you're like on the show, you you come, you know, you you are lighting up the room. You've just just a ball of confidence and energy, and it's so infectious. But on some level, like. It would be inhuman not to like have doubts, and you come into that situation, and there's everyone else there is there because they believe is there because they they got cast too. At what point did you sort of start to think I could maybe take this thing? Um, so I had that attitude like walking in first day, 
I'm about to win it. Like, this is on. Here I am. Everyone know who I am. I'm Janice. Let's get it. Um, and then it kind of like you're in there and, um, you know, challenge after challenge and then you're, they're feeling the pressure. Like, you're, you're, you know, like you just... Like, yeah, out of your cup of zone, no phone, no friends. You've got to make friends with your comp- competition. We become family. Then you're working together. And then they switch your teams. So, like, when the girls and the boys had to switch, like, it was all hush-hush. I don't want anyone to know what we're working on because mm. we're, like, actual working. Um, and then, like, then the competition starts to really, like, kick in. And, like, and then I, yeah, for me, you know, I'm confident, like, I always, I got really? in the bag. Like, I, I, I love myself all good. But, like, a lot, like, especially the last, I think, I don't know, last five episodes, that was me, like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm getting fired. I'm getting fired. Like, that real, like, the the, the self um, negative, like, negative talk, I was, like, hadn't heard those voices before. Like, who's that in my head? Like, you know, I had to really hype myself up. And they, we had the therapy in there. Um, so I definitely reached out to um, therapy because I'm like, I don't want to predict my shit on anyone else. Um, but, yeah, we on. And, um, yeah, you really, at the end of the day, have yourself. And I really battled through. There were a lot, like, those boardrooms were scary. Oh my yeah, because Cassie was in on the podcast previously. Mm. And she told us that the cameras were all behind, like, the windows. windows. <laughs> so so the boardroom environment really feels like an boardroom. actual boardroom. And like you're sitting there and your hands are shaking. And then I'm like trying to like look good for every angle. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk but about like, um, the receptionist outside? Oh, Ignacio. Do you, sp- do you speak to Ignacio? Yeah, his name's Ignacio. He's so great. Do you speak to him in any kind of professional capacity? Yeah, <laughs> he, um, yeah he was like part of the team. Like he was part of production. We'd see him every day. Like it was cool. Like we, we were all like like great. And I hear like he was had his like kind of role of the yeah, typing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, messaging boy. <laughs> <laughs> was it plugged in? Yeah, yeah. I've got my phone. I need to reach out. Was he part of the crew? Yeah, he was. And then uh, come come boardroom day, yeah, he, he had, on he had lots of roles. He had all the things. He oh. was like, you know, you know he, yeah, oh my God, it was really a lifestyle. We had like, <laughs> people doing things for us, you know, driving us around. Like, we were like top secret little babies. I loved it. I, I milked every moment and I got home and I was like, Wait, where's my catering? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say from being looked after to going back to children. To real life, yeah. Oh uh, wow. Well, I was lucky enough. Um, oh my god, that last episode I'm triggered. It reminds me of that day. But I when it all packed up, it was actually real sad. After when you see the production taking everything out of the house, like it was all packed down. Um, but they, so they were driving me home. They're like, "Oh, Vanessa, we just have to stop off at um, to pick up a key." And I was like. Why? Like, can you not take me home? I don't want to see my kids. And I pulled into the Park Hyatt, and I was like triggered because I was just there at top three, mm, remembering mm. those interviews. And I looked over; it was my partner, and I just like ran out. I was like, "Oh, they surprised me!" Aww. Yeah, I know. So I had like three days to, um, or oh, two nights actually, which is huge. We never get time together. I got to unlock, unwind, and I'm I'm glad I did because it was a real emotional yeah. journey. And um, then I got to go home and see my kids and be like. Refreshed. Hi, I'm going to post up the video of me coming home. It's so Aww. beautiful of me and my kids. I've literally like bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I love that. I love that I'm making everyone cry. Channel. It was such an emo show yeah. in there. It was like both real funny and real emo. It's a hard, hard balance to get. Mm. Hey, just speaking of that, that, those Park Hyatt interviews where they kind of went quite hard on your plan and your financials and so on. Oh like, I felt at times like that was a bit unfair because things, your business is going. It's like off and running and it's really successful by any metric. And it just kind of kind of irks me a bit, the sense of like these, you know, 
a couple of them quite quite old yeah. old waiters just just telling you this young you know young woman of colour like how to how to run your business but the business is running like how did that feel for you? Um, oh, so for me to be honest, I, I that business plan sixty nine pages eh, whatever it was sixty seven. <laughs> um, I was like so hyped to get that. That was actually my goal. Like I obviously wanted to win it, but I just wanted someone to look at it because mm. I'd never done one before and mm. I didn't realise I had to do a business plan and um, I. I did the business plan the day before I went to the house, so <laughs> naughty. Like I don't know anything. Like actual. I just winged it. I just tried and I and I loved it. And there was so much cool parts of it. Um there were typos. Love that. And but then there were all the plans. It was like a five year plan of where I want my brand to be, right? The rebrand and things. So um when they were like picking me apart, like I was like slowly like dying on my seat. Like <laughs> But I, I carried myself well, and I yeah. think I like you know just nodded my head. But um, yeah, I die when I watch this watch it back. <laughs> I, like especially, but I learned so much. Like the feedback I got from that, I'm so grateful because I took that and like I took that into the, the finals and into my pitch, and it saved me. Like it literally taught me so much in business and everything that I did. It said in that pitch I've been doing while the show's been airing. So I was able to launch. My DIY balloon boxes last night. Amazing. You know, so it was a learning curve and I, it was hard, but you know, I'm so grateful because it actually just shows like, that was like, that's me. That's why I'm sure there's going to be so many other people that can relate. Like they asked me what I want to do with the money. and I'm like, I don't know, by then, like, Legit, that's actually what I was going to say. We're running out of time, but I've got two key questions for you. And on the van, one of them is, have you looked into what kind of van you're going to get? We're quite invested in the van. Mm, well, I well yeah, Ford Transit would be my van. They've got the high tops. So yep. I can fit more balloons. Yes. <laughs> I, I really want a Mercedes because I'm a British. I bitch. know because <laughs> those black Mercedes vans. I feel I like know. they could just break one off. For I you, know. You know. And I was like, in a Mercedes van, like like literally every like on the show, I'm like, surely, surely you've got a hustle. That's yeah. just I your thing. Say, like, the black and then the pink and. Take Mercedes, if you're listening to this, you know, you go. <laughs> we on. Take Mike with you. He'll sort it on a handshake. Surely. <laughs> we, have a huge, we have a huge Mercedes listenership, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> My second question for you yeah. is more of a statement, really. The moment <laughs> where I felt like you had won the show was my favourite moment of the entire season. When Stephen ran over the plaque oh. at Holmes dead. Oh. And you saved that moment because had you not come in there and hyped him up, uh, that challenge would have been over for you guys. I know. I just so remember like looking over. I thought he hurt himself. Mm. I was like, oh my God. He did. I was like, soul. His soul was broken at that point. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm like, it's fine, we can fix it. All good. I know how to fix it. It's like 10 bucks. I don't know. I just said anything just yeah. to like get him back on. Yeah. Um, I don't know, that's just what I do, it's my nature, that's how I lead, and like, that's what I, like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, that's me, that's why I win it. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, and like, yeah, that's where the team, yeah, came in, it was beautiful. Love you, Stephen. I want to ask you about copywriting your catchphrases. I know, I need to do that, how do I do that? We've got an IP lawyer, I'll introduce you. It's a lifestyle, it's really permeated the culture, I think. Kipira said it to me, did you see that on the show, he said it, Vanessa, it's a lifestyle, and I was like... I love that. you. Honestly, it's just so good to have this newly minted celebrity in New Zealand mm-hmm. and it be you Yay. with everything that you bring. Uh, mm. It's been so great to have you on oh, the show. Thank you. Guys. I love this. If you guys need a new host. Honestly. I'm was late. So. I'm <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for coming on to The Real Pod, and thank you so much for just being such an amazing presence on our screens. We have loved this season 
so, so very much. Love that. Quite emotional that oh, it's over. Oh, we're, we're all friends now. We're, we're all friends. friends. We're all friends. all the things together. <laughs> Thank you, Ness. And once more, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Kia ora. We on. Let's get it. <laughs> Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.